previously on Hashtag Colts Podcast. Oh, I wish it was that. <laughs> I wish that I wish that every time I walked into a room, I got that Dragon Ball Z previously. Well, have I isolated our listeners already? Probably. Hey, uh, I realize we have a lot of new listeners because we're playing our suite of episodes with the wonderful Mika Spielberg, who is, of course... Not only a, uh, a cam worker, she's in the sex industry, but is the daughter of Steven Spielberg. If you haven't heard the previous episodes, please, this is a documentary-style podcast. You've got to start from the beginning. We are investigating a cult called MGTOW. The format of this show is we're doing a documentary, and we take the interviews that we filmed and chop them up and analyze them as we continue to make the final feature-length documentary about this cult. I did one such interview with Mika Spielberg, and that's what we're listening to now. Uh, I wanted to interview someone in the camming industry. I approached Mika Spielberg. Uh, She was into it, and within seconds of starting our interview, she had already heard of MGTOW as a cult and had run-ins with it. And now we're kind of going through her experience, abuse, life, and I really think Mika is wonderful. Start the show over, and now we start the listening of the the show with the theme song, and then it starts again. Enjoy. What you are about to hear is the Hashtag Cult Podcast. What is a Hashtag Cult? Hashtag Cults are groups that signal membership by using a hashtag or keyword. This allows the group to operate on many different sites and makes them difficult to pinpoint. They use the hashtag model to spread propaganda on a variety of social media platforms without having a central account. This is usually because their ideas are offensive or their methods of communicating are abusive and border on website policy violations. In this show, we will show you the coercive groups and cults hiding in plain sight on the internet. just going to start like we're radio professionals. Who the hell am I? Well, I'm I'm Mike Ballack, one of the co-hosts of Hashtag Cold Podcast. And who the hell is my co-host this time? I'm Rachel Klochevsky. I'm a sex and relationship therapist. <sighs> and speaking of nonsense, yeah. <laughs> I'll stop talking. I'm the nonsense. I go to less nonsense in the next clip. And that's something that it's so awesome that not awesome, but it's so it helps so much with the story to meet people who've actually talked to them. And it's like, no, it's not like anything you're thinking. It's so it's like talking to someone on a, on a different planet. It's it's bizarre. Mm-hmm. D- did you did you then get into a, a, a as they call it, a, a rabbit hole of learning about this group on the Internet? No, because I had already known about them. You'd already known about them. Yeah, because. <laughs> Um, I've had, I was at the time like really heavily involved in like the Nashville billiards scene. And there's not much difference between a lot of the men there and a lot of the older women there who were like hyper conservative, but also very like asexual, yet hypersexual in secret. There's not, it's very, it's like probably one of like the few pockets of culture where I can say everybody is not really doing great sexually. 
Mm. You guys are really all need therapy, and I don't know how to tell you guys that. Um, <laughs> well, I think that's a that's a big part with men, right? They don't go to therapy. Mm -hmm. They they don't. They don't. Go. Can I say something about clip six that had occurred to me while you were speaking? About what? About clip six, like the the, the one where she talks about he was hostile about Jews more than her. But it's like very hostile and it's more about my dad and it's not about me. You can analyze the language and it's more about Jews. That That's what the article is more about, just Jews. Like it's not yeah. about, and I don't even, I don't, this fun fact, I don't even self-identify as Jewish anymore because I have a different religion now, but it's still a large part of like who I am as a person. Like Jewish heritage is still, regardless of what I've gathered from other places, it's still a large part of who I am. So reading it, it was like, this is like a really like fearful, like angry person. Yeah. Did you feel as and, and and this is a more complicated issue, of course, for a woman, of course, for a woman in the the sex industry. But did you did you feel as so? There's got a lot of elements that we can't talk about. But did you did you feel as though this was just another part of the abuse that women and women in sex get, or did you feel it was different than than those other versions of it? This was um like. Sorry, it's like a lot going on outside. Um, it's okay. This was like, I think the, oh my God, like, sorry. <laughs> um, probably the weirdest thing I've ever read. Mm -hmm. um, it just like, I mean, like, I'm still thinking about it. And I'm like, this is just like, oh my God. It's not, it's not your run of the mill creep at a, it's a strip not, club. Yeah. No, it's and even then it's like this is not run of the mill creep who wants something mm. and also like go is like pushy about it. This is somebody who doesn't want anything but is also hostile about the people who do. And that's where I was like, this is the weirdest shit I have ever read. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and she doesn't even identify. Yeah. So one of the things that she said in that clip that really stood out was that he was hostile about people who want something. Right. Like who actually wants something like he was his harassment had nothing to do with wanting something from her. It was all about like she was the projection of people who are hungry for things. Right. Mm -hmm. And that includes Jews. Right. Because they are money hungry. Right. That's the that's the belief and they're power hungry. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the idea of like people who want something being threatening and it makes me think of like the ascetics, you know, or ascetics. I don't even know how to pronounce it, um, you know, of like in, in the Bible and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like the more famous one is Samson, right? His strength came from being an ascetic, right? He wasn't permitted to drink wine. He wasn't permitted to cut his hair. He was, right? So all of this control over his human, like human behaviors, in addition to whatever was expected of him in a social world, was identified with his strength. Mm -hmm. And here, wanting those things and like going after those things are what's making people weaker in the belief of MGTOW. Mm -hmm. And so she was not only representative of a woman who is exploiting men for financial gain. She is a woman who comes from a Jewish family and Jewish people are emblematic of, you know, hoarding power. 
mm. and money. Um, like she's trying to better herself and make her world better. And so he was literally projecting all of his desires as like things that he's resentful for onto her. Yeah. Like, how dare you go do this thing and be this person, this Jew, this woman, this sex worker? How dare you when I'm not supposed to have any of that? Mm. Because then you're taking my weakness and you're challenging me by being this woman. You know, you're challenging me um, and you're making it hard for me to keep my strength. Right. So, like, my strength exists in the absence of wanting. Um, and it was just like this, that entire concept was really fascinating to me. And it, it, like, I even sat with it when I first heard it, but then as you were speaking, you know, and how they communicate and how the world is completely distorted. I'm like, well, of course your world is distorted because you have disconnected from all things human and you've decided that that makes you strong. It, it, it's it it certainly does make you know I, I have this whole overarching theory which right now involves the TV show CSI as well it's uh-huh. it's roped into it um, but <laughs> I have this whole theory about the world and not to sound like a hacky comic but there's two types of people what the type of person who knows Jerry Seinfeld dated a 17 year old girl and the kind that doesn't No, there's two types of people. And I, I've, I have this idea where it's like, there's these types of people who I seem to know who torture ourselves with our super egos about everything we've done. And we never get to feel, we, 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 we feel, you know, never, but we always are feeling as though we're accommodating others. And that seems to be my circle of people. And then there is on this spectrum I'm creating out of two types of people. These are the people that don't watch CSI. And then there's, then there's this other side of people who are seemingly able to like just flat out ignore all like, like, like they're flat out able to ignore the past in this way that is incredible and self-centered and just amazing how they rewrite history. And part of that is yeah. like every accomplishment I have, I'm fighting in my brain to keep it as like, no, that was a good thing. And like 48 hours later, it's already turned into a bad thing because I think I could have done this nicer or that nicer. But my overarching theory with the people who watch CSI, think about it. You should meet a lot more people. I guarantee everybody watching, listening to this show doesn't watch CSI. Statistically, you should meet someone every day. Almost half the country watches it which is about half the people that act this way. So um, who's the crazy one? But uh, it, it, then the, it, it makes it so easy to have accomplishments too. Like we, we what, what are cult movies? And every time I've talked to people about cult documentaries and what is like the hardest thing about making this show is almost right away, we're trying to convince people that cults are bad. And that is 100% a word I don't use often because I try to make it very serious coming out of a man's mouth. That is the patriarchy. It's this idea that abuse has to be proved and isn't abuse until it's abuse and you have evidence. And so it's the patriarchy reigning over you that someone can't be shitty and you can't say this thing right here, that one thing they did, that was abuse. And so cult, Mm -hmm. cult documentaries go on and on and on and on and on about this is bad and this is bad and this was bad and isn't it bad? And they almost never try to say like, can't you see 
how they they were trying to appeal to them and like one of the things that like is you know appealing to these MGTOW is I didn't masturbate today I've done something Mm -hmm. I've accomplished something I've defeated the world's greatest evil for one more day as opposed to me where it's like I do something awesome like make a really great sketch with uh, animator uh, a cliff of space skits and I'm already thinking I screwed up something and it's already not good enough as you know for 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 us our accomplishments non CSI watchers our accomplishments I'm Listen, people, I'm dead serious about the CSI thing. Our, 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 our accomplishments are so hard to hold on to because we hold ourselves to the standard that no one else is. And then there's these people that it's like, I yelled at a Jew sex worker today. What a good boy I am. And it, it makes the world yep. so easy. It does make the world so easy to just go through. If that was my standard, not masturbating, like... Uh, that's like, <laughs> there's lots of days that like you could count as a win. I would, in my present mind, count it as a loss, but like, you know, it, 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 that's my sexuality. But like, if that's it, days when I was too busy to do that, that's a win. Oh my, I mean, the world makes so much sense in that, in that realm, uh, even though it's uh, mm-hmm. much more detrimental. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, the standard for what is good changes. But it's also the, you weren't the bad one. This is why this happened. Mm. You're actually the victim. And by the way, I found that it's called Tendency for Interpersonal Victimhood. Ooh, yes. Tendencies of Interpersonal Victimhood. I will be dropping that in. If you or someone you know has experienced a hashtag cult, is trapped in a hashtag cult, or you have been affected by any group mentioned in this show, go to hashtagcult.org for resources or to get in touch with the show. We want to hear your story.